And next up, we have the fantastic Lucy Kellaway, who is known to all of us from her amazing work on the FT for many, many years as a leading writer. Um, but she's here to tell us about something very different and her new book, which is called Reeducated, How I Changed My Job, My Home, My Husband and My Hair. Um, it's a love song to education and is also a tale about starting again later on in life. And we're so, so pleased that she's back with us at 5 by 15. She's a complete inspiration to all of us. So over to you, Lucy, and welcome. Thank you, Daisy. Well, look, it's almost four years ago to this day that I was at the Tabernacle talking at a 5 by um, 15 event. Um, that day, I remember it well, I was drenched in sweat. Um, the reason wasn't the charming Notting Hill Gate audience and the wine that we were all drinking. It was that I had just begun as a trainee teacher in a really tough school in Hackney. And I think that very day I'd been taken aside by my mentor and told that there were 32 mistakes that I had made in just one lesson. Uh, it was completely hideous. Uh, to, to, to refresh my memory this morning, I just watched that, me giving that talk and I did actually put a very brave face on it, but that was because I had to, because it wasn't just me starting again in this school. I'd set up this organization called Now Teach um, to encourage all sorts of other aging professionals like me to junk what's, whatever cushy job they had been doing and become teachers too. So for me to own up to the fact that I was practically dead with how hard it was, really uh, wasn't going to be the thing at all. Um, back then, I remember various people, various of my Sarkia FT colleagues and quite a lot of FT readers were saying that I was just doing this because I'd run out of things to write about. And they eagerly awaited the book that I would write uh, before I quit teaching um, about how I had reinvented myself. Anyway, it's slightly galling to prove those critics right. I have indeed just written that book, um, which, as you said, Daisy, is called Reeducated. Um, but they weren't altogether right. I didn't quit teaching. I haven't quit teaching. I'm now four years in, finally able to answer honestly when people say, um, are you loving teaching? I can now finally say yes. Uh, but what I wanted to talk about um, this evening were three surprising things that I've learned. And I'm going to do them in... Um, in, in, in order of niceness, starting from the least nice. Um, I guess when I started out sort of changing my life, I did it because I was kind of fed up with myself. I really wanted to reinvent me. Have I been successful in that? Um, no, I'd have to say it's been a total flop. Um, inside, privately, I think I've changed. I think I'm nicer. I mean, obviously I'm nicer. I used to spend my whole life writing really mean interviews and sarky columns. Now I spend my whole life um, trying to help children, uh, most of whom come from quite deprived backgrounds. Doesn't that make me a nicer person? Surely I'm humbler too. Um, I used to be quite good at my job because I've been doing it for so long. I then had to endure humiliation from 32 teenagers all at once. You know, if that doesn't make you humble, what does? But 
I'm an economist, I now teach economics, I'm a social scientist, so I thought I better not take my own word for it. And I decided to send a mass email to the 12 people who know me best, including my children, always a mistake, uh, saying, have I changed? Alas, 12 out of 12 email back saying no. Uh, one of them pointed out I was never particularly nice to start off with. She saw no further signs of niceness. And one of my daughters said, commenting on the mass email, is this humble? So there we go. So that was a complete flop. Um, the next thing is slightly better, I think. In deciding to change my life so radically, I didn't think I was weird at all. I think I was absolutely bog standard. The more I work with Now Teach, which, by the way, has now recruited 500 um, aging professionals to the classroom, which I'm really, really proud of. But not just them, but all of the people I meet, there is definitely this thing that most people, by the time they reach their, I don't know, it's different ages for all sorts of people. For me, it was late 50s. For some people, it's earlier. For others, later. They kind of get fed up with whatever they're doing. They want to do something new. And this is something that I don't think companies or governments have really woken up to. It, it's not that we should do something about this for poor people like me who are a bit bored. I mean, I don't care about poor people like me who are a bit bored. It's just what a waste of all of our experience and not having new things to train us in. So there's that. Actually, when I wrote the piece in the FT saying I was launching Now Teach, um, some wag wrote underneath, where's the scheme for all the burnt out teachers who want to become journalists? And I thought, exactly, where is it? Because, you know, I think that there is this common motivation that runs through so many of us. I see it again and again on people's CVs. There's two things. The first is selfish. We want to learn something new. I'd stopped learning anything new ages ago at the FT. And now I learned something new every day. I'm now actually this September. I'm in a whole new school in Tower Hamlets in East London. Um, I'm now teaching... I think almost uh, my students are almost 100% Bangladeshi um, and I teach economics A-level for the first time. So boy, am I learning a lot. I also wanted to be useful. Um, you're not particularly useful as a sort of, yeah, sarky columnist, not particularly. Um, but now every day, some child has learned something that they didn't know that morning. I mean, what could be more useful than that? And actually, if you want a specific um, example, I remember a couple of years ago, I was teaching a student called um, Bashir. He was a smart but lazy and thoroughly irritating little boy um, who sat sort of not really listening through my lessons until I let slip one day how much investment bankers earn. Um, he stayed behind after class and said to me, Miss, how do I become an investment banker? And I said, well, Bashir, you have got to work a bit harder. You need to get a nine in your GCSE economics. You need to get an A star in your A level. You need to go to a brilliant university. Anyway, I'm happy to say three years later, Bashir got a nine in his economics A level. He's gone to a brilliant sixth form college. And though I didn't go into teaching to swell the bloated ranks of investment bankers, the day that Bashir gets a job at Goldman Sachs, I'm going to be the happiest woman alive. So there's that. Um, the, 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 the third thing is that people say to me often, you were so brave in changing your career and doing what you did. And to them, I say, no, I wasn't brave. 
And what turns out, this is this, I just wouldn't have expected this in a million years, that starting again at my age was an absolute walk in the park, despite what I said earlier about all that sweat, compared to what 22 year olds go through. For me, I had sort of, I knew who I was. My ego was secure. I'd already proved myself at one thing. And most brilliant of all, I wasn't trying to get promoted. I don't actually care what my bosses think of me. So my working life is so much less stressful than my young colleagues, which is just completely brilliant. And I can report back from the front line and say that for the first time, I'm now 62 years old. I've been in the workforce for 40 years. For the first time in my life, I am working for, the, I'm, I'm teaching for the sake of teaching. There are no, it's not for status. It's not for showing off. It's not for any of the other things. It's for the sake of it. And God, that's brilliant. So four years from now, for me, well, I've learned I love change. Change is completely fab. But actually, if I'm still teaching these same girls, or well, they won't be the same ones because they will have left, but you know what I mean, their sisters. If I'm still teaching their sisters economics A-level in four years' time, I will be jolly pleased. But if I'm doing something else, well, change is great. As for this event, I really hope I'm not invited to speak here in four years time. And the reason for that is that I hope it will just be so commonplace that everybody will have ripped up their lives and started all over again at round about 60, give or take a decade, that no one will really want to hear it. That would be the most amazing result. Anyway, now, thank you very, very much for having me. I wish we were back in the tabernacle, but there we go. Lucy, thank you so much for being back with us. It's so wonderful to hear about how it's been going and to know that you are enjoying teaching and that you must be making such a big difference to the lives of so many young people. We are super grateful and Reeducated is out now. So I hope that everybody will get a copy. Um, thank you so, so much. And we will see you again very soon.